A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. It's Saturday the 5th of December. Uh, Welcome to A Word for Today. And we are looking at Joshua chapter 24, verses 23 to 28. He said, Then put away the foreign gods that are among you, and incline your heart to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, The Lord our God we will serve, and his voice we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day, and put in place statutes and rules for them at Shechem. And Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God, and he took a large stone and set it up there under the terebinth, that's a tree, that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said to all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness against us, for it has heard all the words of the Lord that he spoke to us. Therefore it shall be a witness against you, lest you deal falsely with your God. So Joshua sent the people away, every man to his inheritance. So there we have the last recorded words of Joshua. And they are rather negative, aren't they? It seems that he does not trust his people, his people with whom he has been through so much. His last words are, lest you deal falsely with your God. So what are we to make of this? Well, we see that Joshua's response to the people's um, commitment, apparent commitment, to put away the foreign gods that are among them is to make a covenant and uh, he puts in place statutes and rules. Those are two words describing this commitment for the people. It is written down, and then he sets up a large stone to attest it as a witness. And that stone is placed under the terebinth tree. It's interesting, isn't it, that uh, a terebinth tree is mentioned there at Shechem. It was the very place where Jacob hid the false gods um, of his own family when he returned to Canaan. The fact that he hid them is speculated by some people that he is treating with some kind of fear or reverence. I don't think that's true at all. I think that's a, a nonsensical idea to hold. This is just how you treat items that were probably non-combustible. Uh, burying them is a sign of humiliating them and putting them to death. They're giving the burial that is owing to dead things. So the very place where Jacob uh, challenged and confronted the idolatry of his own closest family and dealt with it and recommitted to the Lord is the place where Joshua does the same thing. Now, the covenant, as we will see that he has made, does not provide the solution. And that is a very sad thing, isn't it? Because if we just turn the page of our Bibles and see what happens in the book of Judges that immediately follows the book of Joshua, it takes on the story. And I'm going to read from Judges chapter 2, verse 6. When Joshua dismissed the people, you see this is following on immediately from what we've said, uh, what we've seen in uh, verse 28 of uh, Joshua 24, When Joshua dismissed the people, the people of Israel went each to his inheritance to take possession of the land. 
And the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, who had seen all the great work that the Lord had done for Israel. And Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110 years. Again, to skip to verse 10. And all that generation also were gathered to their fathers. And there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord or the work that he had done for Israel. Verse 11. And the people of Israel, so this is the generation immediately following that uh, with which uh, Joshua had captured the promised land. Verse 11. And the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and served the Baals. Those are the foreign gods of the nations around them. Verse 12. And they abandoned the Lord, the God of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. They went after other gods from among the gods of the peoples who were around them and bowed down to them. And they provoked the Lord to anger. They abandoned the Lord and served the Baals and the Ashtaroth. That's uh, an, another foreign god of the nations around them. So we see that this covenant that Joshua made uh, with his people did not work. And that is so sad. And that explains why Joshua ends on that suspicious and somber note that he does, warning them against dealing falsely with their God. It's like he knew that that's exactly what would happen. So, what is the answer? Since that covenant doesn't seem to have provided a solution. Yes, it kept that generation safe, but the generation that followed immediately went wrong. And tomorrow we'll come back and see what that covenant points to and how it points to the absolute solution to this huge perennial problem of foreign gods that is the problem of the world today, that is the problem of even the Christian church today, the great threat to the Christian church today, the root of all sin. Come back tomorrow and see what the covenant that Joshua made points to, how it's fulfilled and how it provides the marvelous solution to this greatest of all problems. Heavenly Father, thank you that your word doesn't just identify the problem, but it also points to the solution. We pray that we would understand the solution and love it and embrace it with all our hearts. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.